Love Goddess podcast. Here we help regular women like you embrace their sexual confidence, step into their power, take charge of their own life, and become the most beautiful and sexiest versions of themselves. Love Goddess is a woman who unapologetically accepts herself without second-guessing. She breaks people-pleasing patterns and reclaims her independent power to become the most authentic and confident version of herself. Stepping into your power starts now. Hello, love goddesses. How are you? I am coming to you with this new podcast recording in regards to how to take charge of your own life. And I have talked on this subject before, but I really want to dive in and truly explore what do I mean by saying taking charge of your life. Um, You might be living um, in a beautiful family and you you might be like having a thriving business on a side and a beautiful relationship and um, you might be happy where you are. So um, you would be questioning, why do I need to take charge of my life? And you're right. If you are a business owner, most likely you have already taken steps to take charge of your life in certain areas of your life. Uh, family, kids, but you might still be questioning, how do I take charge of my own life in the relationship? Or maybe you have been so busy and distracted and you have put all of your attention um, towards your kids, towards your work, towards um, building your business, and then you all of a sudden decided uh, you know what, I've I've done all of this, now it's time to bring my relationship back to the level where it truly deserves to be. I deserve to be happy, I deserve to, um, for him to be happy, I want us to really have this wonderful juicy relationship just like it used to be in the past and then something happened and where did it all go? I don't know, but this is why you're here, this is why we're talking and I am going to share some tips with you that um, also I have experienced um, at a certain way in my relationship, but not so much in the relationship as the relationship itself, but as it applies towards life in general. And I'm going to share my story And I'm sure uh, most of you who are listening will relate to that story too. I was brought up in um, in the very traditional Russian environment where... Um, I was modeled um, this idea um, that women are mothers, they stand by the stove and cook dinners, and they take care of their families, and they are serving their husbands and the needs of their husbands and they're creating dinner for the husbands and bring it on a nice platter for them to eat and um, so on and so forth and the husband um, gets the special treatment 
um, because he's the provider for the family. He makes the family happy. He, um, you know, he's allowed to have this lounge time with a newspaper in front of a TV, right? Where women are busy bees and they're cooking and the kids and all of that. So that's the image and idea of what being a wife or what a married life looks like. So um, at age 18, I came to United States and I brought this idea with me. Um, not to say that um, there, the, yes, the, there is a traditional view on marriage in Russia, but then there is a very strong uh, pull into feminine independence, and lots of women have their uh, businesses and they're like really um, creating the life for themselves. So, not to say that it wasn't already in place, but to say that I personally was living in this bubble where it, it was it has been projected to me by my own family by my friends by other people what i've seen um surround uh, by the society and what i've been surrounded by that was the image um that was projected to me because every single person that was in my life was like that right um, every family I went, I, that, that is how the, every woman in a family behaved, right? She's the one who's cooking dinner, creating all the dishes, like washing the dishes, like doing all the housework, right? So um, in the United States, it's somewhat similar, but not to the same extent, right? It, not to the same extent. So when I first arrived to United States at age 18, I had this image and idea that I, as a wife, whenever that comes, will be um, the caring wife, the loving wife, the taking care of my husband and my kids and creating this environment for my family and, um, and you know, really be the glue that holds it all together. Um, and I expected my man, whoever that was going to be, to be the provider, provide the happiness for me, provide the lifestyle, take care of me, do everything for me, take me on dates, take me on vacations, do the things that I wanted. So that was the idea in my own head of a perfect happy marriage that I early in life started with, right? Then, uh, turns out, I met my husband after a heartbreak story, which maybe I'll share with you um, afterwards um, when the time is right, I'll share that with you. Um, but our relationship went on really developed very quickly literally two weeks after meeting each other i moved in with him for many reasons per part of that was that um i didn't have a place to live so <laughs> i was non a u.s citizen and i was kind of in the search for where do i live and we kind of moved in together literally two weeks after meeting each other um and um and yeah, we've been together ever since. And um, that was the projection that, you know, I grew up with that I started building my life with that person together, right? With my husband, Steve. 
How did I take charge of my life there, by the way? I've always been a little bit of a rebel, even with within my own traditional upbringing. I've always been um, a little bit of a rebel, and I did things my way, and my parents would always call me out how stubborn I was, and how egoistic and egocentric I was, which hurt a lot in the beginning stages of my life, and I used to cry, like, oh, I'm, I'm like so egoistic, like, what am I not doing right? Why am I not being accepted for, like... M- wanting good things for myself what's wrong with that right um later in life and my usually um this was something that my mom used to say a lot to me and that hurt and that was part of why um there, there was a little bit of that resentment um there um I've learned later in life, uh, that was already in the United States when I separated myself from my family on certain level by the distance, by just, just, like, I was not in that environment anymore. Um, I have learned to accept and say, and so what? I am happy and I'm doing things for myself and it's okay. And it's okay for me to be that way it's okay for me and honestly i don't see now there's nothing wrong and that is exactly what we i'm teaching you here because you probably been programmed the same way that living for yourself and desiring things for yourself and not like for some reason other people not gonna get enough of that not gonna get enough of your attention not gonna get enough of your life not gonna get enough of whatever right and you probably are still living with that idea that if you don't give uh first whatever you have and like put attention on yourself um you're not gonna be loved you're not gonna be enough right so that is my lesson too but it was my lesson early in life and that was my lesson in my early teens so when um when we moved it uh, moved in together with steve i have uh i needed a green card <laughs> there's life too to that story right um because i couldn't i wasn't allowed to legally work i wasn't allowed to legally go visit my family i wasn't allowed to travel i literally had like the student uh, visa um, that I've changed um, to a student visa in order for me to be um, able to um, be legally present in the country. And I basically told him that we're going to get married. I didn't even propose. It was like, hey, you know, we could I like, this is the, the situation. I need my documents. We're going to get married. <laughs> So I've never had this proposal, like, you know, you've seen on TV shows, like, oh my God, you have the love of my life, like, here's the ring, will you take me, will you take me in my heart, like, we've never had that. I literally sat him down and I said, you're gonna get marry me, I'm gonna get the documents, and we're gonna, like, live happily ever after. <laughs> 
and he was like, oh, you know, he wasn't like happy about this idea, but I had to bring it up again, probably in like in three to five, six months again. And I literally, and he would, he didn't say no. That was the thing. He never said no. He, he just kind of like, um, sure. Yeah. I understand. Like you got to have those documents. Yes. I'm going to lose you. You're going to like not be able to legally stay here. I'm going to lose you. Yeah. 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 So basically that's how it was and that's how it went. Right. And, uh, and probably like maybe two a month, two, three, I don't even remember. That was kind of a while ago. I literally (laughs) called up, um, it was register of deeds and they had like, I can't remember the details. They had like the department that like register marriages. So, you know, I scheduled a date and I told, and I found witnesses because I had to witness, <laughs> had to bring witnesses to them. And I literally said, set him down, and I said, "Hey, on this day, on this Saturday, like that is in um, like uh, three days, <laughs> you and I are gonna go get married." <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, that was it, and we did it. And and that is how I took charge of my life, right? So the point and the moral of this story is that I've taken charge of my life from the beginning. I have taken it upon myself to travel to United States when I was 18. Travel to United States to stay here when I was 19 because I took charge of my own life. And I said, I'm going to put it, put my life flow into this channel. Like, I don't see my future in Russia. I, I see my future in the United States. And I made that decision. And then I acted on it. I traveled to United States. Things have just worked out for me because I wanted them to work out. Right. And um, and I um, I didn't even propose to my husband, but I just said, hey, this is how it's going to be. We're doing this. <laughs> you know, we're just doing this. There is like no plan B. We're just doing this. And we did it. <laughs> and I took charge of my own life. Right. Um, what I see happening a lot, what I see happening a lot with the women, they're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and it's 10 years and they're still waiting. They're still waiting for that ring from him. They're still waiting for like for their life to change. They're still waiting for this prince on the white horse that's gonna just show up at the door, drop his cloak on the floor and said, you're the one for me, right? Like, women are still waiting for something and someone to come to their life and change their life for the better. They're waiting for someone or something to come and change their life because somehow they don't have this idea or mindset to that they are in charge of their own life. It's, it is their own life that they need to be changing, right? And um, the reason why I shared my upbringing, because it comes into play later on in life, like probably um, five years, five to six years into our marriage, into our relationship. Um, I was still that woman 
who was waiting for my husband to make me happy, right? I was very unhappy about our financial situation. I was very unhappy that like we couldn't do things, we couldn't travel. We like basically the finances was my biggest struggle there. And I was waiting from him to do something, to start a business, to pick up like jobs on the side, to whatever. I was putting so much pressure and he on him and so many expectations on him and he wasn't able or didn't know how to level up to that he didn't know he had no idea and and he felt the pressure he felt the pressure and it laid very heavy on our relationship for the longest time was our sex life great no it fucking sucked we maybe had sex once a month and it wasn't fun right so it was a lot of pressure a lot of pressure on the relationship itself and and one day one day i said i had enough and obviously there are a couple of things that has happened we lost uh, you know we were something happened basically and that was after we've experienced loss of our son and um that is when i started um building myself up together but a different person um i was kind of like being opened up new doors and almost a second chance at life i also was fired from my job so there's a lot of circumstances that life has created for me Um, in order to stand up and level up and take charge of my own life. But the last drop, the last drop was when I expected my husband to organize the purchase of the land that was available at that time um, next to the land that we already owned. Like, we still have this dream of owning the big plot of land and we already have a piece of it, but the piece next to our house... Uh, was not ours and uh, it was for sale and it was dirt cheap and I told him like listen this like we need to act right now like can you like can you um, call up this realtor let's get it under contract let's act on it we gotta act on it and he was late somebody else bought that piece on that same date literally in the morning I'm telling him hey you gotta like do this and act on it and I don't know if he didn't act on it or what 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 but like I don't remember how it unfolded or he didn't like acted with urgency or he didn't get back to a realtor or he didn't like um whatever it doesn't even matter um the truth was that in the evening we found out that somebody purchased that land right next to our house that I wanted so bad and that was the moment of truth for me when I realized that I, I felt that he betrayed me and because I wanted it so bad, it was so important for me and he couldn't stand up for it. And this was the last drop of me waiting for him to do something for me, right? Waiting for him to do, um, to change my life. And it was my own, I was in that box, I was in that, and I was so upset, I I literally thought that this could um, easily end our marriage, 
and I traveled to Raleigh for three days to just be by myself right away. I couldn't I couldn't be in the same um, environment at home anymore. And I have meditated. I have felt. I've realized how much I love him. And I do not want our marriage to end. And the the only thing that needs to change is dynamic. I cannot be waiting for him to do things for me anymore. Like uh, this old programming that I br- was brought up with and brought it from Russia wasn't working. It wasn't working. I cannot be the person waiting for my happiness to come from another person. I need to be the one to stand up and take initiative at my own life. And take initiative at my own life. And that is what I did. And that is what I did. Did it go smoothly? Fuck no. I got myself into first $40,000 debt, then $70,000 debt. So like there's financial abundance and happiness, right? So I had to take that deep and, and plunge and learn and and um, go downhill and like have so many bumps on, on the road and um, take mar- lots of scary jumps and leaps over the Grand Canyon that I keep talking about and take risks and put my business on a credit card and start this and like take a leap of signing a space for the studio where I knew no one and had no clients and I had no idea how it was gonna work out I did it anyway and was so scary that what happened when I took charge of my own life that what happened when I took charge of my own life but did it all work out in the end now um that was uh, probably 2016 we talking about 2016 uh, 2016 is when I think I um, 2015 is when I think uh, that situation happened with the land in 2016 I remember signing the lease for the studio and um, maybe 2014 was the time when I decided to take that, um, you know, initiative back and become, I take charge of my own life. And now we are 2022. Things are working out. The debt is paid off. Um, You know, finally, business is having momentum. And, um, And did it all work out in the end? Yes, it did. Did I figure it all out? Yes, I did. Um, Did did all of the initiatives that I took after that work out? Yes, they did. But I needed to be that person to make that decision and to say, no, I will not wait for anything else to come and change my life. I will stand up and change my own life. I will stand up and change my own life. And... Sure I did. And sure I did. And that is how you change your life. And that is how you take charge of your life. You stop waiting for something or someone to come and create this magical moment for you. And everything's going to change. And you keep waiting and waiting. And it's not coming because that was me. That was me for the first 10 years, right? In marriage. That was me. And 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 you really want to stand up and and really say, you know what? I'm not waiting for anything or anyone. I'm making this decision 
right here and right now. And so it is. And so it is. And with that, my love goddesses, I want for you to know you have the total freedom of making that decision right now and taking that first step, that initiative towards what it is that you are so deeply seeking towards what it is that you are so deeply seeking. And my life is a proof that it is possible and things are always work out. And there is only flow of goodness that is coming your way. That's the only option. Thank you so much for tuning in today. 